2020 has been a strange year in which there was no MCU movies released. So what should us Marvel fans do during such a trying time? Well, we jump ahead to the year 2030, of course, when the MCU is back in business with a ton of new heroes and franchises for us all to enjoy. Everybody back to work! We do know a lot about the near future of the MCU. Black Widow was supposed to drop already, reportedly introducing the successor to Romanoff's legacy. There are rumors that it might get dropped on Disney Plus like Mulan, but I don't really think that's going to happen. It's looking like it'll drop in the summer of 2021 and pave the way for Marvel's big return. First up after Black Widow is none other than The Eternals. Now this is supposed to be a big MCU film. Not only does it have an incredible cast, but it is supposed to pave a new future for the cosmic elements Thanos left behind. This film could have easily been the one that introduced the new Infinity Stones, or Thanos that the new phase of the MCU would be framed around. It's safe to say that whatever Marvel films will be released in 2030 will be directly related to what The Eternals sets up. After that, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is set up to be a kung fu epic that will feature fight scenes far beyond anything the MCU has produced thus far. Not only that, but we'll be introduced to the real Mandarin, who could very likely be a villain that crosses over into other films and TV shows, terrorizing Marvel heroes for years to come. The MCU may have let us down a little bit with Iron Fist, but it seems like Shang-Chi is going to be pretty boss. We know that there are new sequels for franchises like the Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain Marvel, and Doctor Strange coming out at some point, but there's little information on how those will impact the futures of those franchises. I mean, how long do we expect Chris Pratt to keep those abs, really? The most exciting sequel we've got on the horizon is Thor Love and Thunder. This one will introduce a brand new hero in the form of Jane Foster's Thor. If Chris Hemsworth is stepping down like Evans and Downey did, you know they're going to need some new blood. That's why Marvel's hyping up its new heroes already. And the next big one is none other than Blade. Mahershala Ali, who last rocked it in the MCU on Luke Cage, has the scene stealing Cottonmouth. Now he's going to be cutting through some vampires as the best hunter in comic book history. Wesley Snipes may have killed it in his trilogy, but I bet you anything Mahershala Ali is going to blow him out of the water. Some guys are always trying to ice skate uphill. Next, we have the She-Hulk series that will be starring Orphan Black's Tatiana Maslany as the titular She-Hulk. She'll be joining Nick Fury on Disney+, Plus, rounding out a new era for the Avengers. Once they've built a new team of heroes and villains, it's only a matter of time before the new Avengers are in action to take on the newest villain. Now, who might that be? Well, for my money, I think he will be introduced along with Marvel's first family. The Fantastic Four are officially heading to the MCU. Yay! While the track record with this team has been spotty at best, the MCU is likely going to prove that the third time's the charm for the team. Fans have been speculating rampantly about who might be cast, but I'm pretty sure we can all agree that John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are the ones most likely to land the roles in it. You also know that the MCU will land Doctor Doom, if nothing else. I feel quite strongly that after the Fantastic Four have taken over Avengers Tower, they will fight Doom, setting him up as one of Marvel's new big bads. If anyone could be an Avengers-level threat, it's Victor Von Doom. Move over, Thanos. The biggest flex that the MCU is set to make is when they eventually bring the X-Men into the fold at last. After the New Mutants signified the definite end of the Fox X-Verse, you just know that Kevin Feige and his team are working hard to figure out how to bring the mutant superheroes back to the big screen. So how exactly will they bring mutants into a world that very much doesn't have mutants right now? Well, there are two big options that are coming out in the near future. For starters, WandaVision is probably the most likely to be the project that brings in mutants. Wanda Maximoff is mucking around with reality itself. 
In the comics, when she did that, she erased most of the mutant population of the Earth. It'd be a great twist if she ended up creating the mutants instead. Either that or they could introduce them via an alternate universe, like the one set to be introduced in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Either way, we just want mutants and we want them now, please! Once the mutants are firmly introduced, it'll finally be time for a proper X-Men movie. While the original series certainly had its high point, fans have been eager for a more colorful, comics-accurate depiction of the characters like the ones in the MCU. They should really aim for the feel of the X-Men animated series versions of the characters. That means we need a scene where Jubilee gets attacked by Sentinels at the mall. If not that, definitely give us Wolverine's yellow and blue costume. This will likely set up for not only several more X-Men movies, but several spin-offs that'll pump life into the MCU for years to come. The Deadpool franchise is the one that needs a sequel the most. Marvel announced that they would not be recasting Ryan Reynolds because why would you ever do that? But we've seen little movement on the third film. Recently, they gave us a ton of hope in this regard by announcing that Deadpool 3 was officially in development from the incredible writers of Bob's Burgers. While Ryan Reynolds and literally everyone else is super excited to hear this news, there's no update on what that means via Deadpool's status in the MCU. Superhero landing. She gonna do a superhero landing. Wait for it! Regardless, you just know that 90% of the jokes in the new movie are gonna take aim at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That being said, parody is great, but we want some hardcore action from our X-Men spin-offs as well. That's why it's only a matter of time before whoever gets the difficult task of replacing Hugh Jackman as Wolverine will get his own franchise where he gets to slice and dice bad guys left and right. Logan may have set a particularly high bar for a new Wolverine film to aim for, but at least X-Men Origins evens that out by being just downright terrible. As long as the film isn't a random collection of scenes with Logan interacting with X-Men characters with terrible CGI and a nonsensical plot, it will probably be fine. Of course, if these characters are brought into the MCU, that means they have to cross over with the Avengers at some point. While there are a ton of arcs from the comics that feature both teams, one in particular features both evenly. That would of course be Avengers vs. X-Men. Now the AVX story may not be the most popular one out there, but the filmmakers behind Marvel's best usually put their own spin on the storylines anyways. I mean, who doesn't want to see the Avengers and the X-Men beat each other up, huh? We could easily see Rogue steal Captain Marvel's powers on the big screen. They can't pass that up. Wolverine could take on the Winter Soldier, proving definitely if Adamantium is stronger than that arm of his. Not to mention Storm outstorming Thor. Oh my god. Just take my money now, Marvel. Please, here, here's a blank check. While some details about the MCU's future are being kept under wraps, there's one project that I think we can safely figure out is coming, The Young Avengers. Marvel is moving full speed ahead when it comes to the next generation of Avengers. The first of the young Avengers who is being formally introduced to the MCU is none other than Hawkeye. No, not the Clint Barton Hawkeye, but the Kate Bishop one. Disney Plus has already introduced a Hawkeye television series that will introduce Haley Steinfeld as Bishop. The plot details are under wraps at the moment, but we do know that Clint will be training the next generation of a bow and arrow hero. Why does the world need another Hawkeye? Who knows? What this could end up being is the Young Avengers take on Iron Man, introducing one junior hero while hinting at a team-up in the future. The third Ant-Man will then likely push forward a few threads of the Young Avengers that are already out there. Scott Lang's daughter Cassie has already been pushed forward in age to put her closer to superhero eligibility. She could then become Stature, a hero that changes size like her father. The movie is also introducing Kang the Conqueror as the main villain. Iron Lad of the Young Avengers is actually a younger version of Kang. This movie could be the one that sets up the conflict that the team will have to unite around, kind of like Loki in the first Thor movie. WandaVision also set to premiere in 2021 on Disney+. 
The trailers have already shown us that Wanda is going to use her reality-warping powers to give her and Vision a pair of children. These kids comic fans will know as Wiccan and Speed, brothers who take after their mother and uncle. Wiccan has similar powers to Wanda, while Speed is just a little Quicksilver. The names eh, kind of give that away, huh? Falcon and the Winter Soldier is set to premiere right after, and could easily introduce Patriot, the mini Captain America on the team. That entire series seems to be about following Cap's legacy, so what better place would there be to introduce him? The MCU's take on the team will likely bring in other characters to round out the roster. For instance, they've also introduced a Miss Marvel television series that is likely to premiere at some point in 2022. It's likely that her entire series will have run its course by 2030, easily freeing her up for several Young Avengers movies or crossover television shows. The series could also connect to Captain Marvel's favorite Skrulls to introduce another member of the team. Miss Marvel could easily team up with a young Skrull hero who would go on to become Hulkling. This hero ends up with Wanda's son Wiccan in one of the most popular relationships in Marvel comics. It's hard to imagine the MCU not including the romance along with the small-time superhero action. Then there's another Marvel character who's been hinted at at the MCU but still needs to be formally introduced. That would be the man himself, Miles Morales. After starring in his own successful animated film and video game, Morales has never been cooler. While it's possible that Sony will hoard Miles for their own universe, it seems like the smarter choice would be to do another partnership with Marvel so that Miles can swing into the MCU along with the other young heroes. I mean, who wouldn't want to see these pint-sized powerhouses unite on the big or small screen to take on world-ending threats? You know, I'm hyped about it.